You're listening to the Morrowology Podcast. It's all about Morrow County, Ohio. Morrow County, Ohio is my home. I'm really glad I stayed till the end for this one. In the studio today is your hosts, Mike Wilson and Joey Powell. Hello, Micamus. Hello, Joey. I guess I should have said, good evening, Micamus. <laughs> yeah, we're doing this on Wednesday evening. Yeah, sorry we're a little late. We are still in the uh, lazy bones of the holiday, which neither one of us really observed as we were busy. Um, I did uh, take the family away. You did? For, yeah, for a night. We went to uh, Splash Harbor oh, at the cool. Comfort Inn over in Belleville. Yeah. Great price. Pretty good time for the kids. The kids got, they loved, absolutely loved the uh, water slide. Oh, cool. And I even let the girls go down, and I'd catch them down at the bottom. They absolutely loved it. Isaac loved it. Um, we had a good time. It was just one night away, but it was still fun. We went to the Mansfield Carousel as well because we couldn't check into the hotel until 4. So right. we went up. They did, rode the carousel twice. They loved it, thought it was a blast. Well, good for and, you. Uh, Got out of town for a little bit. And, uh, you know, we just kind of we didn't really do too much. I mean, I we did Friday night. We worked at uh, the Angela worked at the fair Friday, and she did the cornhole tournament at the fair at uh, I think ten thirty to eleven thirty. And then I, I took the kids down there. We walked around, we saw the animals, and did a couple things. And then we ate lunch, and then um, took the kids to my parents' house for the evening. And then uh, Angela and I went and worked the football game, the inaugural football game at Mount Gilead on their new field. We're super, super busy the entire time. We were out of most of the food by the end of um, third quarter for sure. Oh, wow. Some okay. of it was we were out before the end of the first quarter. It was craziness. Lots of go- stuff going on there. What about you, Mike? Miss, what did you do besides work down at the fair? <laughs> well, I was down there at the uh, log house most days. Yeah. And you're, you're dying for me to tell of a certain incident down there. Oh, well, <laughs> let me just say, did... Uh, is it Phyllis? Was she working down there? Yes, yes, Phyllis Miller, yes. Yeah, so when I took the kids in there, we were talking to them about that, and uh, she said, now there was a staircase over here. It was real narrow and, and blah, 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 and we make Mike go up there and get and put stuff up there and bring it down and blah, 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 and she's talking about that, and I'm like, you should probably just take the ladder away when he's up there. <laughs> Oh well, yeah. Don't so give she my ideas. Told you that. No, didn't tell me that part of it. Didn't even tell me you were in. Yeah. So, <laughs> or she may not have recognized me though. So that's that's a possibility. She may not may have not known have. who I was. May not have. May not but have. Um, the comedy and the ventriloquist and uh, the barbershop groups and the uh, that weekend was phenomenal. Um, there was so much going on in the community. I'm not surprised that we didn't have. You know, a huge turnout, but we had a really good turnout. Yeah, I was there Friday for the ventriloquist. He was, he was awesome. And, and Brad Snow, oh, poor Brad, Brad. <laughs> Brad and Alita Jones, they got pulled up there on stage, and uh, um, I may post a little video. I I took a little oh, video okay. of when he had Brad had the mask on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had I have that. Oh, that that that'd be entertaining. Yeah. So. Um, Great time. I think we're going to do it again sometime. I think what we'll do is we'll just do one night during the week. Coming up, though, on September 22nd, I do have, Mike, are you ready? Sure. Mark Twain and Woody Hayes, impersonators, coming to the theater on Thursday, September 22nd. 
And likely that show is going to be probably an hour long. Okay. And uh, tickets will be cheaper than $15, that's for sure. Um, but uh, we'll end up uh, probably about an hour long show. And it's going to be a good time. Ken Barnett and Jim Stoner. Okay. Well, so Ken's going to play uh, Mark Twain. And I know a lot of people have seen that, but it, I mean, Mark Twain's a great character. I mean, he's very important in our history. Sure. And, uh, of course, it is football season, so why would I not have Woody Hayes, <laughs> right? Sure. And OSU did knock off a win. It was it was a little ugly, but they did knock off yes, they did. Notre Dame. So That's a big win. All right, now tell the story, Mike, about the fair. <laughs> I want to hear it. Well, I, know, I know people out here want to hear it. Well, you know what you always open up calling me on this show. Hello, Micamus. Yeah. And I should have gotten the guy's name, but this man comes in. He hears my voice. He says, you must be Micamus. <laughs> I said, you must be the one that listens to Morology. <laughs> oh, I love it. That is. Congratulations to that guy. We'll give him a round of applause, too. Because I think that is just hilarious that somebody recognized you by your voice for those, um, you know, because you don't see our faces. Thankfully. That's a good thing, though. Yeah, I mean, That's both right. of us have yeah. a face for radio. Yeah. Um, but uh, so coming up soon, Mike, um, I know that starting tomorrow, Thursday, the 8th, is the Marion Popcorn Festival. I know that's not really a Morrow County thing, but Yeah, but it's a big thing nearby. Is, yeah, it's a yeah. it's a pretty big deal. And then also, you know, they're calling for kids to participate in the Scouts, Cub Scouts, Maringo at um at six thirty tomorrow they're gonna have a um model rocket kit, it looks like. Adventure starts here, camp character, from camping to character building, from hiking to helping others, from STEM to s'mores, Cub Scouts delivers for your whole family. And that's going to be at Highland High School, and it's leadscouts.org forward slash join for more information. You can find that on the, um, excuse me, Think Local First Morrow County page. And also coming up is, and this is one that they're having a ribbon cutting this weekend. Angela's doing a ribbon cutting for them. Smith's Country Corner Grand Opening and Ribbon Cutting. It's a pumpkin patch. As well as more. But we are officially into that season now. Can you believe that? I mean. No, we're not. It's still September. We're not there yet. Oh, no. Pumpkins start. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up on summer. Well, I mean don't have to <laughs> but as the green day song for i guess is more for you wake me up when september ends um wake me up when february ends <laughs> yeah and then you know our friends in cardington down there um are doing their inaugural wine and arts festival that's saturday september 17th at noon lots of information sponsors, uh, I would highly suggest you get on the Think Local First Morrow County page. Find out more information about that. I have a feeling that's going to be a hit. And, uh, you know, just a little wine in the flute is going to be just the beginning for that. There's going to be a flea market on the 24th of September at 9 a.m. at the Morrow County 911 Center. That's the old C&D Chevrolet building. 
And then Fall on the Farm is the Goodman Stock Farms hosting another another farm event on October 1st at 10 a.m. And uh, if you were at, they did something this summer too. can't remember what it was called. I don't was remember what it was called. Was that the dairy tour they did? No, they didn't do the dairy tour. No, they? they had something there, but I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, so um, there's, there's going to be all kinds of stuff. And then Harvest Happening Craft Show, that's going to be October 8th and 9th. And we'll have more information about that, but it's a craft show, car show. It's a Saturday, Sunday. It's going to be a good time as well. And uh, the Morrow County Fair was a little wet this year. Oh, a little. But I heard that the, um, the auction went very well. Again, very well. And I wanted to share this. There was a, a feel-good story that went out. There was a, a, a kid with... Um, some sort of disability. He was in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and I can't remember. And I, of course, I'm not going to be able to find it while we're on the air here. But I, he, he, he said he was going to donate the money back from his. I think a chicken or a rabbit, one of the two. Okay, definitely small animal, mm-hmm. right? And he was going to donate the money back. So he's going to donate to the fair board so that they could add a handicap ramp for the grandstands so that people like him could enjoy the show from the grandstands. Okay. And you ready for this? Go ahead. His animal, I believe, went for over (laughs) $15,000 because everybody started bidding, and I think they consolidated funds because that was such a, a good story. Wow, that is... And, you know, you don't think about it. And that was part of what the article was, is you don't think about what doesn't affect you, per se. Right. And exactly. I think that is, that's awesome. And for for him to call that out, and I wish I could find the article, and I wish I, you know, had been prepared. But, you know, me, no, not, uh-uh, not at all. Um, I, th- I think it was just such a, a cool story. I had not heard that. Yeah, that's it, awesome. I, it was, yeah, it was just a super cool story. And I thought, man, that is something that... Uh, is worth resharing, and well, I know certainly. it's on Facebook. I saw it, and I I'm not sure where it was, but okay. super good story. Yes, it is. So, that's, what do you got? Do you have anything for us? Well, a couple of things you didn't cover. Um, the Humane um, Society of Morrow County will have their annual low cost rabies and microchip clinic Saturday, September 24th, between 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. At the Big Walnut Joint Fire uh, District, <clears throat> that's 4600 State Route 229, Marengo. Uh, open to all pets, no county residency requirement. They do accept checks with valid driver's license and cash only. <clears throat> it is $12 for the rabies shot, $25 for the microchip. If you have any questions, you can go to info at HSOFMC. Dot org. I'll give that again. Info at hsofmc.org. Also, um, I don't have it in front of me, but October 1st will be the Flannel Fest in downtown Mount Gilead. Oh, yes. I missed that one. So we'll want to uh, make sure people know. We'll give you more details next time on that as we get closer. It's only three weeks away. Well, yeah, don't don't push it there. <laughs> Wake me up when September ends. Also on October 1st, um, uh, there will be the Marengo My Home Second Annual Fall Festival. Again, that's a Marengo. It's from uh, 3 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Main Street Marengo. Join us for an evening of local vendors, live music, 
games, activities, hayrides, food, and fun. And you can find out more information on that at MaringoMyHome.com. And that's where you can also register to be a vendor if you would like. And that's the um, things I have, Joey. So I forgot something which I am uh, kind of upset about that I forgot this. But Mar Little Theater is hosting auditions this yes. Sunday and Monday for Elf Jr. When I say auditions, it's not really auditions. You will be auditioning. However, we will not be making cuts. We have been awarded a grant from the Ohio Arts Council, and we're basically turning this into a workshop. So if you audition, you will get a part. Oh, wow. Yes. And, uh, Randy, Am I too tall? You are too old. I mean, yes, you're too tall. Sorry. Okay. Uh, it's ages 7 to 17. Okay. And auditions are going to be Sunday and Monday at 6 p.m. You only need to attend one night. And it is going to be at 85 South Main Street, Mount Gilead. So you'll want to park around La Cabanita in that uh, public parking space. Walk down. You'll see a sign that says Brucker and Associates. It's actually right inside there. Follow the sign. Um, please have a song prepared for the kids. Uh, they can have their phone and utilize their phone, but they cannot have singers of any kind. No backup singers at all. Uh, it, it can be a karaoke track. We really want to hear what they can do, and it's going to be uh, a lot of a lot of work um, on teaching them how to do theater basics. Mike, it's mm-hmm. it's not going to be a typical show. We're going to teach them a lot of theater basics, and I'm excited. I can't announce it just yet, but we have we're using a new ev- a new venue for the first time. Oh, for this, and I'm hoping that it works out because it's going to be super super cool. Uh, for that, and then also this weekend, if you are interested in uh, attending a movie, we have Beast, and it is a it's a thriller suspense type. It's more of a suspense type movie. It's about a lion that hunts humans. It doesn't eat them, but it just hunts to kill, basically. Oh wow! And it's got a story inside of it. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. I cannot remember his name off the top of my head here. Uh, it is rated R. And a semi is going by. Uh, it is rated R, but again, you know, tickets are three dollars for matinees. So that's but anything before six. Anything after six is going to be uh, four dollars. And I had to laugh, Mike. Did you see that on September third, they did a National Movie Day, basically to help fill the gap. I did see that. Yes. On because right now we're in the summer lull. They, they take like a summer break. And so we're in that gap, and that's why we had to do some live entertainment because there's really no good movies right. out right now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there were a couple stinkers. I did see Lightyear. I did watch Lightyear on Disney Plus. It was a stinker. Huh. I'm glad we didn't get it at the movie theater. It just it was not good. <clears throat> um, we have Beast this weekend, but anyway, I was going to tell you. So they did a three dollar movie. All movie tickets across the nation could be three dollars. I had to laugh because that's our normal. <laughs> I, I just I just don't get it. Um and then I want to take a moment to um do two things. First off, I want to say happy birthday to my niece Maggie who uh has a birthday this weekend. So happy birthday Miss Magpie. And the other thing is uh my friend Jamie Brucker. He is um he's he's going to be making a career change and it's probably it's it's going to be definitely good for him 
and I think it'll be good for us all. He's going to be serving us, and, and this guy has a servant's heart for sure. Um, everything that this guy does is honestly thinking about how he can benefit others, benefit the community he lives in, give back. I mean, seriously, I don't know that he thinks about himself at all. Um, I do know for sure now that he has thought about himself, and that's and that was the career change that he just made. Um, so Jamie will be leaving Snyder Funeral Homes as a funeral director full-time, but he will be um, joining us as the county administrator. Uh, the director of operations is basically what that is. And um, the position is a new it's well it's not a new position it's been brought back they had it years ago and mm-hmm. they got rid of it and now they're bringing it back and you know really i i'm kind of excited because i'm hoping that jamie's going to get to help shape morrow county's future with the planned growth that we're going to see from intel and the other did you see honda is looking to build an electric vehicle factory and ohio is one of the finalists for that now Oh, I didn't know that. How cool would it be to have a Honda factory right here in Morrow County? Mm. I mean, Mary, it's Marysville, right? Marysville. Honda. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how cool would it be to have another factory here? I mean, we're becoming a bedroom com- community, but what if you could actually work here and live here? Yeah, that would be awesome. With no more HPM and uh, really not a whole lot of industry here in the, uh, in the county, that would be uh, a good thing. Yeah, so I just wanted to say congratulations to my friend Jamie and, you know, congratulations to the county because we are gaining uh, someone who is going to give pretty much every everything he can for this job. I am, I'm 100% um, – and I'm just astonished by him. I believe in him so much. Um, also wanted to shout out here that – um, interviews for sheets are taking place. You do have another chance on Thursday, September the eighth, from seven thirty a.m. to four thirty p.m. And that's going. And that sheets is going in where the Lions Den used to be at sixty one seventy one. Mm. Yeah, sheets has uh, good gasoline, lower gasoline prices than most local uh, gas stations. They're looking to hire eighty two positions. Eighty two. Wow. Eighty two. And the hiring is starting at eighteen to twenty-one dollars an hour. So, with that being said, I don't know that I have anything else that I wanted to share. Mike, do you have anything else that you want to share? I believe that is all that I have on the tip of my tongue at the moment. All right. Well, are you ready? I'm holding on. All right. Here we go. Mike, what do we got? Where are we going? What are we talking about? We're going back to 1872. 1872. And this is taken from a 1949, um, I believe it's the Morrow County Sentinel. It doesn't say, but I believe it's the Morrow County Sentinel. And this is um, an article uh, that tells about the coming of our first settlers, actually a portion of a um, diary 
that was written by Phoebe Cooper in 1822. So this would be prior to Morrow County, but it, <coughs> excuse me, but it talks about locations in Morrow County, and I think it's interesting. So okay. here we go. In the spring of 1822, Phoebe Cooper moved with Henry Eustick and family from Martinsburg to the new place now known as the Lauren Farm. There was not a house between this place and Young's Mill, that being a distance of 14 miles. And where Mount Gilead is now situated was at the time a dense forest with large hills, deep hollows, and large uh, ravines. The land was owned by Jacob Young, the man who laid off the town. It was near nightfall when Eustick arrived at his place of destination. They moved into a cabin that had been erected on a hillside with one door cut out minus a floor and without being uh, chucked and daubed, as is the usual style for cabins. They hung up a quilt in the door at night to keep the wolves and rattlesnakes out. And after partaking of the luxuries of life, that being mush and milk, made of cornmeal without being sifted, they corded up their bedsteads and retired for the night. The wolves were howling in every direction, and an old owl sang out his hoo, 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 hoo. Yes, there are. I think I added two hoos there, but that's okay. (coughs) And the Indians were lurking around, for this was at that time the red man's home. But before the family had gone to dreamland, They feared the reality of an approaching storm. The distant thunder roared. The rain came down in great torrents, which flooded through the cabin like a river. At last morning came, and the family awoke to find their bedsteads sunk in the mud up to the cord. This was Mother's first night in what is now called Morrow County. Eustick, with the aid of his neighbors, built a dam. It was then a dam by a mill site but no mill by a dam site. And soon afterwards built a mill, which is now numbered with the past of long ago. And my mother, Phoebe Cook, claims the honor of cooking the first dam supper on Little Whetstone. 50 years ago this spring. Remember, this would have been um, 1872. So that would have been 19... 19- or 1822, sorry. Something like that, yes. The names of the men that lived in this neighborhood at the time were Mr. Montgomery, Joan Lewis, Ralph Hardenbrook, Mr. Blazer, Wesley, and DeWitt. There was no school, no preaching, no nothing going on, but log rollings, dam frolics, and watching the deer licks, wolf traps, and killing a large den of rattlesnakes. Page two. One morning in the month of May, mother being tired of having um, old Bryn poke her head in the door when she wanted to be milked, took the axe and cut some forks and poles and built a fence around the door. And as she was going to the spring one day for a bucket of water, she spied a large black snake stretched across the path. She ran back and got a broad hose and cut its head off then took his uh, snake ship by the tail and dragged him to the house to show Aunt Abby what a large snake she had killed, it being some seven or eight feet in length. Snakes were very numerous in those days, 
Sometimes I am glad I did not live in the day of such huge snakes and ravenous wolves. But when I think of the fashions of the present age of curls, braids, ruffles, bustles, and all other notions too tedious to mention, I look back in imagination to the days of my mother's girlhood when this country was inhabited by the Indians and fashion had forgot to come in style. But now in the present age of curls, huge bustles are a show. Mothers do the work and let the girls go off to some party go. But I am off my subject mother, stayed in this country three months and lived on bread, pickled pork, and rampy butter. On the 3rd of July, Eustick borrowed a horse of Mr. Montgomery, and Mother rode home on horseback the distance of 40 miles, and Tom Hall was to bring the horse home again, so he borrowed one of Uncle Eben Brown and came up here and foundered it so badly that it died. So ended Mother's sojourn in the country, in the county, in 1822. So. I don't know how you're reading that. That is small. That is very small print. And, um, yeah, at the time, Mount Gilead would have been known as, uh, well, Edison would have been known as Gilead Station. So it was over in that area where this happened. So I thought that was interesting to, to hear about some of the uh, things that were going on in the area that would become Morrow County. Yeah, so... Um I have a couple things that are nationwide. Um, They're on our side. The United States nicknamed Uncle Sam, right? Yeah, Sam Wilson. Uncle Sam. Yeah, Sam Wilson. Yep. So, on September 7th, 1813, the United States gets its nickname, Uncle Sam. The name is linked to Samuel Wilson, a meatpacker from Troy, New York, who supplied barrels of beef to the United States during, during the War of 1812. Wilson... Born 1766 and died 1854, stamped the barrels with U.S. Mm. for United States. But soldiers began referring to the grub as Uncle Sam's. Oh, okay. The local newspaper picked up on the story, and Uncle Sam eventually gained widespread acceptance as the name for the personification of the U.S. federal government. Oh, wow. In the late 1860s and 1870s, political... Political car- cartoonist, sorry, I can't read. Um, Thomas Nast, born 1840, died 1902, began popularizing the image of Uncle Sam. Nast continued to evolve the image, eventually giving Sam the white beard and stars and stripes suit that are associated with the character today. The German born Nast was also <coughs> credited with creating the modern image of Santa Claus as well as coming up with the donkey as the symbol for the Democratic Party and the elephant as the symbol for the Republicans. Nast also famously uh, lampooned the corruption of New York City's Tammany Hall in his editorial cartoons and was in part responsible for the downfall of Tammany leader William Tweed alongside former former New York City Mayor Fiorello LaGuardia, who ran his platform on ending Tammany Hall and its corrupt practices. I thought that was kind of cool um, about you know that whole that whole piece there. And then also wanted to share that um, where is it? 
the first, the world's first submarine attack. Mike, when was that? Do you know? Do you have an idea? Just take a guess. I am thinking that for some reason that happened during the Civil War. I'm going to say 18-something. It was actually the Revolutionary War. Oh, that far back. Yep. On September 7th, 1777, during the Revolutionary War, the American submersible craft Turtle attempts to attach a bomb to the hull of British Admiral Richard Howe's flagship Eagle in the New York Harbor. It was the first use of a submarine in warfare. Submarines were first built by Dutch inventor Cornelius Van Van Drebbel, Dribbel, I think it's Dribbel, in the early 17th century, but it was not until 150 years later that they were first used in naval combat. I thought that was another really super cool story. I remember talking about that, and then during the Civil War, I believe there was one of the submarines sunk in, um, I want to say, somewhere in the Mississippi River. Oh, really? I think. It might have been, I can't remember if it was there or if it was in, um, oh, the Potomac. I, I can't remember exactly where. I remember hearing about it in school, so I'm sorry to my history teachers as I have failed you, I'm sure. But anyway, that's all I had for this. Anything you want to bring up? I think it's time to go back to the future. All right, let's go. You work hard. You need a break. Come see us at Capitol Theater Mount Gilead. Brand new movies, fresh popcorn, cold drinks, and best yet, it's close to home. Visit a local restaurant, have a delicious meal, and take a break with Capitol Theater Mount Gilead, located at the square. I play that commercial for Jamie Zeger. She thinks that I sound um, creepy in that commercial. You work hard. Yeah, okay. That's what she thinks. (laughs) All right, so we've come to the end of the show, Mike. And you know what time it is. Warning. Oh, that time. Warning. Terrible, terrible puns ahead. Warning. 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 All right. What do you got? Um, uh, (laughs) Um, well, well, I have... Uh, Why don't you share what you have there first? Why was the cow afraid? I don't know. Why was the cow afraid? He was a cow herd. Oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? Eight? Tentacles. (laughs) Oh. What did the fish say when he swam into a wall? A swear word. <laughs> no. It didn't have the N in it. Damn. Okay. What did the elephant say when he stopped in the middle of telling a story? Um, I don't know. Never mind. I realize this is irrelevant. But it won't. Oh, <laughs> crap. I'm not even giving myself the good ones here. There we go. 
Wow. Hey, where do milkshakes come from? Nervous cows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I'll do another one. Which day of the week is a chicken's least favorite? Oh, let's think on that a minute. Friday. It is Friday. Okay. Friday. I had to go through all the days F-R-Y. of the week in my head. Why? Are you? We could hear you. I could. Uh, why didn't the crab donate to charity? Because he was shellfish. Good one. All right, your turn. Well, I'm thinking about starting a uh, flight company ex- exclusively for bald people. Oh, really? Yes. We're going to call it Receding Airlines. Hmm, not bad. I have, I may be one of your, have you seen this crown in the back of my head here? It is like super thin. <laughs> like to the point where I have to wear a hat now when I mow. Oh, so you took that personally. Uh, just a little. But that's okay. And, and I had this thief break into my house last night and he, he was searching for money. So I woke up and searched with him. <laughs> we didn't find anything. <laughs> Uh, what do you call a bear with no teeth? Hmm, what do you call a bear with no teeth? A gummy bear. Oh. <laughs> oh, come on. That was a good one. <clears throat> well, I might have told you this story before, but I'm going to tell it again. I went to this pet store, and I asked, is this birdcage made out of nickel? The pet store owner said, aluminum, I think. I said, so there's no nickel in this cage? pet store owner said, don't you dare. I said, it's a Nicholas Cage. Now, the bad thing is, you would actually make that joke. You, like, you would literally make that joke. That's the bad thing. Yeah. I, uh, I had the greatest camping trip uh, a few weeks ago. It was intense. Oh, jeez. So... You know, there's uh, down at the fairgrounds, there was a pig, and they taught him how to do karate. Okay. We called him pork chop. <laughs> All right. You know, if I was uh, Buzz Aldrin, I would introduce myself like this. Hello, I'm Buzz Aldrin, the second man to walk on the moon. Kneel before me. Oh, Neil Armstrong, gosh. yeah. Okay. No, yeah, I got it. An Ohioan. A wife says to her husband that a moose is falling from the sky. The husband looks and says, it's just rain, dear. (laughs) All right. We may have to end because I'm sure people are turning it off by now. (laughs) If not, we are. We're turning it off. All right. So thank you, folks, uh, for um, tuning in again after the break last week. We hope you had fun at the fair and that the kids have started back to school. Mine started back to school this week. Uh, Isaac is in first grade now. And the girls started preschool today, Mike. And they mm-hmm. had a great day. They loved it. Good. The poor teacher has both of them. Um, <laughs> but she only has seven kids because it's, uh, uh, it's at a park. Oh. Um, and they do like an outdoor school, and it's it goes all the winter. So even in the snow, they'll be outside playing oh, and, and okay. learning in nature and stuff like that. So um, I guess be nice to each other. Give grace. We'll see you next time. 
Peace.